0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 332 of the Dark Knight Podcast. I'm your host as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir, Colonel Gable. what's up buddy?
1: Uh, give me a moment, I'm going to adjust my neck here for a minute. Ugh. Yeah, I am doing pretty good. I'm currently laying on my bed after an incredibly crazy, nonchalant, hardcore <laughs> work week. Where it seemed like any and everything seemed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but despite all that, I'm here... At least I'm recording the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep, we made it. It's Friday.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, we made it. As of recording, this is Friday, August the 2nd. And for a lot of you, you probably have already picked up Game Like Madden stuff, which I hope some of you guys listening heard of it. are enjoying. <laughs> 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 but uh, as for myself, I'm doing all right. I'm tired. I'm kind of a little bit uh, kind of teasing in my mind whether or not if I want to go complete Hermit the next week and just like try to skip looking at say social media sites like Twitter you know because sometimes Twitter can be incredibly negative when you're looking at the feed and it's like one catastrophe after one catastrophe after one catastrophe you know it's just kind of like the same aspect sometimes you get when you watch the local news and it's they just report on nothing but bad things so needing like a much needed palate cleanser is what i'm saying. And so i'm going to try to remedy that by watching little bits of movies and also playing some bit of fire emblem since i haven't been able to get around to it. <laughs> but enough about me. How about you, Tyler? What's up?
0: Oh, man, not a lot, you know, except it's Friday, made it to the weekend. Um barely, but here. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, i'm doing okay, doing good. I uh, went and saw uh, Toy Story 4 La- Was it oh. last weekend. Yeah, last week that, good, really good. Um, Really, probably my third favorite of the four. I'd still put one. (laughs) I go one, three, four, then two. Um, But it was good. I mean, it was a little hampered by the uh, the first like half an hour of the movie, like the middle, like the whole like middle section, like that middle fifty percent there, uh, had no volume on the for us. So no volume. Yeah, so like you could only hear like people talking. Like it sounded perfectly fine on the left and the right side of the screen when they're talking but you couldn't hear anything in the middle oh um,
1: man that sounds stupid yeah
0: so they said like um we t- according to and uh, i went and took uh, her nieces and nephews and she went and said something they said oh at the half an hour point uh if we can't get it working we can refund you all your money and i'm like fucking let's do that and then like the 27 minute mark they fixed it i'm like damn it but, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: they fixed it like around the freaking yeah. like all oh, three minutes until oh god yeah
0: because we went to like the entire previews which was, which was like twenty minutes itself with the, with this with the issue and then we're you know twenty five minutes in this movie. Uh, dealing with it and at this point I'm just like I just don't even want to be here anymore like it just like totally ruined the experience dude for
1: I wouldn't even have done it like after like 20 minutes it, yeah. if I'm just looking at silence for like over 10 minutes and stuff I'm leaving that theater mm. I'm give, I'm asking for my money back I'm well, not returning back <laughs> yeah well
0: because they won't give anybody the refunds until they happen on a point so you're kind of stuck there waiting hoping oh, to get you know so either they fix it or get money back so um they fix it and they restart the movie which I'm like no no please no because, like, I, I got the gist of what was going on in that part. Like, you, you can just kind of figure out, like, what's going on. I just yeah. by looking at it and then and the what you could hear. um And they fixed it, started over. It's a good movie. I still enjoyed it a lot. um I, I kind of want to watch it again when it comes out. Like, like, watch it at home and not have that, you know, because I think I, – I wonder if I, if I would have enjoyed it more if I didn't have that initial experience. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it was good. I, uh, I liked that a lot. Um, but I don't think any no no not no, too crazy going on with me um, the last week or so uh, just been you know working clanging and banging as always um, ready for uh, ready for uh, I don't know what I'm ready for I don't know where Football. I was going with that F- yes that's actually <laughs> where I was I forgot where I was going I remember that. oh man
1: you and I have the same mind
0: yeah oh I'm jonesing now especially now uh, uh, they had like that all or nothing a couple weeks ago on Amazon Prime the watch. Yeah. Madden's out now it's, Madden's wouldn't really like that week in Madden like last weekend all I did was watch YouTube videos of reviews and people playing Madden I'm just like god give me the fucking game um
1: have you been yeah. able to play the game
0: oh sookie sookie son have I been able to play that game I've been playing it oh yeah I think think it oh it's good. it's good it's good it's really good I guess we can just jump into what we've been playing then yeah uh, yeah. I want
1: to hear more about the Madden gameplay you've been playing
0: yeah real quick I played a few hours of Metro Exodus. uh yeah last weekend fan-fucking-tastic uh kind of like it's a it's a weird like i'm happy madden the new Madden's out but i'm like but i'm like i just started playing metro well that's kind of interesting i think
1: i remember the last time you were talking about metro like metro exodus and stuff that uh it wasn't really captivating you as much Mm -hmm. while you were playing it initially
0: yeah well i finally got into like the open like not the open world part but there's like open areas i finally get in like the actual like gameplay part of it and uh, i've had a blast with it um Mm -hmm. So, I, but I, I do want to go back to it. But unfortunately, not, not. I shouldn't say unfortunately. I don't know. It kind of sucks, but it's awesome that Madden's taken over my life as usual.
1: Um, well, it's so your uh, game. That's the game you love to play every year.
0: Yeah, I haven't. And I haven't like. I, I talk about it all the time. I usually, I usually spend like three hundred hours easily on Madden every year. So it's like I always buy like the eighty dollars version where you get it four days early. and It's worth it. It's worth. It. I, I I put um, enough hours in that game that I could probably spend two hundred dollars in this game and get my money's worth out of it.
1: That's kind of um, like how the same thing I feel whenever I play a Pokemon game that releases yeah. that year. You know, I yeah. spend easily around that same time, so it's like,
0: mm. yeah. And you'll go back to the game for years, years to come. Oh yeah, um, yep. But uh, yeah. So, but I've, I only played like a handful of games this year of Madden. Uh, so since you know, uh, dating Courtney, I was I've been playing that because usually when I do game. I play, uh, I try to play the other games on my backlog instead, um. So, but it's just, this came out, I've uh, been playing it. it, came out, I got it on Tuesday, it came out uh, today for, if you got the, the standard edition. Yeah. Um And I, I'm liking it a lot. Like, the last couple of years, like, I'm, I'm going to get some real nerdy shit with this, because that's, it's really, because for the annualized game like this, it's hard to, like, talk about without getting to the, the deep, you know, stuff about it. Um, but, like, the last, like, every, I've heard, like, I was talking to a guy at work about it, he's like, yeah, I buy it, like, every two or three years, because that seems like when, like, the major changes come. And like no I get that like right because really otherwise you're just paying for better graphics and roster updates which to me it's totally worth it and like this little tiny subtle changes um, and with this one um, they definitely I feel like they've done a good job of uh, upgrading some stuff like but the, the big thing like the biggest issue um, game uh, madden gamers have had for the last three editions I want to say is like they've kind of ignored the franchise mode which is my mode that I play all the time because uh, ever since they've really they they kind of double down on the Mutt the mut mode, which is the Madden Ultimate League, where you buy cars with real money. And I get why yep. they do it because they that's the, the microtransaction
1: shit. Because yep. they want people to spend the money on the fictional cards in order to get that stuff going.
0: Yeah, it's a fun mode, but I just won't get into it because I know I'll 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 be the guy that sinks a bunch of money into it. And I just I don't like I have I'll put 200 <laughs> hours and have a blast in my franchise mode. I love you know developing getting my team developing it and drafting and doing all the training. Like, I actually enjoy like the um, build the team building are, are the part of it and signing guys and trading guys and all that and drafting almost probably as much, if not more than actually playing the game itself. That's the way I've, I've been for a long time now and, um, you know, dealing with the salary cap and all that. So this one, of the major changes they've done within the gameplay, uh, has been, uh, they added like RPOs, which is the, the run pass option, which has been, it's kind of taken over the league. It's, it really started over in college a few years, probably like four or five years ago, but it's definitely taken over the last few years. Um, especially with the chiefs, they've been using it a lot or the Eagles were the, probably the first ones to use it. And um, they've been
1: pretty successful for that yeah, as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. The Eagles won a Super Bowl. damn near made it to another one. And chiefs were a play away from being last year. So, yep. um, it's definitely been taking over for the last couple of years. Um, but uh, they they've added that element to it where like where you can like you can read the defense and you can either hand it to the running back or throw a pass. And uh, they've added that which is a lot of fun. Like I'm not it, it's take it takes a little bit to get used to. Uh, it's kinda like when they added the option in the game, uh, in like uh, probably like four or five years ago. Like it took me a long time to get used to it. Um, and the same thing for this. Uh, so I have, That kinda
1: reminds me sort of like how when what was it? NFL two 2K... – Five, I think it was, for the PlayStation mm-hmm. 2, I think they had something of a similar option where you could... You had plays where you could either throw the ball or even hand it off to your running back and stuff in order to run, you know, execute plays and stuff, whatever, like, you could read, like, a defense. If they were going to be blitzing or something like that, you could, uh like... uh change the play based upon the conditioning like say if you have like a man zone or something like that you can mm-hmm. be more impressed to try to run up the middle or run into the sides or if you're more or less know that there's going to be some sort of a, a nickel defense or something like that you would be trying to act more accordingly of like either manipulating route patterns and this and that
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah no yeah with the audibles and everything like that, they've had that for yeah. quite a while now but um yeah it's definitely it's it's been a it's it's definitely made a major change to it and one of the things. uh excuse me, that I I think this is so awesome. It kind of – certain elements that annoys me uh, when it's, like, my own team. But the coolest thing they've done is they've done, like, a great job of, like, really spreading out and balancing out, like, your overalls and your skills. So Uh the major – like, a huge issue, especially, like, in franchise mode, has been, like, after a few years, like, everybody – like, everybody – every quarterback is, like, a 90 or above. And it's, like, you're playing this, like uh, – you're playing – um, I don't know who, who's a me, uh, meteor quarterback, uh, Ryan Tanhill. He's mm-hmm. you know a guy that's not even starting in the league; anymore as a backup um, now. Yep. Like you be playing him, and you go, like, you play him, and then the next game you play Drew Brees, and you barely feel like you don't feel a major difference between them. Like you could tell, obviously. Oh, Drew that's Brees, a shame. Yeah, so that, that's been an issue for a, a while now um, in Madden. Probably this is going on. For, that's been going on for a long time. That's um, stupid.
1: That's kind of that's really stupid if you can't yeah. even tell the difference between if you're playing someone that's of lower caliber, like, say, Ryan Tannehill, in comparison to Drew Brees yeah, or Tom Brady, I mean, there should yeah. be a clear difference.
0: Yeah, so that's been a um, a, real, a real issue where it's like these guys can... Drew Brees can throw six picks against you, but then, like, last week you play Ryan Tannehill and he throws for 300 yards on you. And it's just, <laughs> like... It, it's, it's been frustrating. Um, you know, so they, they've done a good job, like... It's not just quarterbacks, but it's, it's everything. At least there's, like... A million receivers like an 80 overall receiver is not even worth having on your team or like in this one like you look at i'm looking at all like the teams like very few like you, you most teams that carry six receivers in our team and in madden like typically like you look everybody has like the lowest receiver they have everybody has six receivers and the lowest one's like a 75 and in past years that's the way it's been now you look i was looking trying to make some trades to get to make my receivers get a better receiving core and like everybody has like most teams only oh, yeah, a handful of teams actually have like two receivers with 80 with or above. A couple have I three. See. So it's like, it's made, it's a really good job of bouncing out. So you feel like when you're playing like a Julio Jones, who's one of the best receivers in the game, maybe of all time, and you know, you like, you're like, you now I'm like legit scared of him. Like this guy can light me up. At, like he can destroy me at any point in time. Where like you could be playing in years past, like the Julio Jones can light you up or this random rookie who's a 72 overall. Can just light you up. Um, so having that has, has been awesome. Like I've only I, I played all four preseason games. I just played on like shorter quarters to just get used. I always do that the first um, the first season of franchise just to get used to the game mechanics and the changes they made. Um, and uh, it's definitely one like one of the preseason games I had to play Patrick Mahomes. Another one I had to play um, like Lamar Jackson. Who's Patrick Mahomes is one like probably I mean he's only played one year as a, as a starter. Uh, but he's one of like the most incredible like throwers we've ever seen in the game in the history of football, and like Lamar Jackson, who's not a great thrower, but who is an incredible athlete and you can run all over the field. And he can run for hundred yards on you, but he can also at the same point he's a mediocre passer. And like I played those both of them, and I felt that difference, where like it was harder to like sack Lamar Jackson, and, and like he was he was throwing passes and they weren't super accurate, but he can just he'd run for twenty yards on me, and then like Patrick Mahomes, wow. like, he's like I, I I I won all the games because I it's, I'm, I'm it's Madden I i not Madden um, humble brag I guess uh, but um like you can like he's just fucking like he's just like dropping dimes everywhere on me like you got perfect coverage and he just throws a perfect pass on you and um, you can feel the you know you could feel that difference uh, which is great um, and maybe it's it's it maybe over if I, as I play more games and more seasons that'll change a little bit but uh, so far like. I've definitely noticed that change, which is, which is really cool. And I like that. Um, they didn't, they, they made some certain changes to franchise. It's not enough of what I want, like get into the real nerd shit here. Uh, I've disappointed in like, uh, like contracts, like when you sign contracts, they always make them backloaded. So you sign like a six year, $30 million, you sign a guy to a six year, $30 million deal. Um, so that's $5 million a year. But you know, the way NFL contracts work out that it's not just 5 million a year. Like it's, in, in real life they'll balance it out so like maybe like the first year it's eight million but then by the last year it's it's three million or they'll front mm-hmm. load they'll, they'll back load it so the first couple of years it's like you're only three four million but by the end of by that that six year it's ten million dollars um in this game like it's been an issue for, like they had it before where you can choose a front load average it out or back load it um they took it out like five years ago and i don't know why um, it wasn't great, but it was. I think it's better than what it is today. And now, like it's all more like backloaded. Like the, the number goes up every year, so you can sign a guy to a, just for math's sake, a five-year, five million dollar deal. And so like the first year's three hundred thousand, then it's eight hundred thousand, then it's one point three million, then it's one point eight. You know, I don't. this numbers probably don't make sense, but by, uh, by the end of it, but that it's really frustrating when, like, especially as you draft and develop players and you're signing all these guys you want to keep. It's like the longer you got them, the more expensive they get. So it makes it really hard to, like, harder than it needs to be to, like, make a to really build the team you want to build them to. Like, because, you know, obviously, like, you sign, like, three or four guys in the same year for, like, the, the same length of contract. It's like, oh, fuck, by the third or fourth year of the, you know, into this franchise mode, all these guys I signed to, like, deals, now they're all expensive. Now I can't, there's no way to, like, balance things out, which is um, frustrating. Um, but they, they made some changes to it where, like, they players will actually ask for more accurate like contracts now. So like you you won't see like an 80 overall guy that never gets on the field because there's a thousand receivers better than him asking for like a a three year, $18 million deal. It's like, well, they're they're, they're, like, no, it's more like, like now, maybe now in this one, 80 overall receiver, but he'll be actually be like, he'll be number two or three, like a legit like player for you. Um, They'll ask for more. I haven't got to that far enough, obviously to see what those deals are gonna be like, but that's the big thing that I've been hearing from this, which I'm excited to hear about or see when I get there. Um, there and there's other things I don't I, – minor gripes to have. Like the gameplay is like really great, like it's it's almost perfect for me. It's it's about where I want it to be. Um, like most of my gripes is just like the nitty gritty stuff. Like they don't have like NFL's changed nowadays where it's not just like uh, outside linebackers are the same on every team or like the you know there's like there's there's edge rushing there's edge rushers there's there's uh, you know there's there's a middle linebacker that's really great at pass coverage. It, it's just – it's totally different now. Like, there's – like, a defensive end and an outside linebacker are practically, like, the same thing at this point. Depending on – not not the same, but they're um, – they can – like, um, Khalil Mack, who is a great defensive player, he got voted to, as an All-Pro, which means you're the best player at that position, to two positions at the same, on the same year because he was really mm-hmm. good at both of them. He but it's was. like – it's like, that's not really the same thing. Like, a, like a defensive end – and, it, like, he lines up between the guard and the and the center. And then, like, but, like, an out, outside linebacker, if he's on the line in scrimmage, he, he lines up outside the tackle, which is, I know, it's a super inside baseball, inside football. Um, but, like, things have changed. And the way Madden works out nowadays, like, it, it's kind of, like, the way, like, because they still, like, have it from, like, the same, like, you draft players or like you line them up or you start them or you pay them based off this position, but it's not really their position anymore. Like it doesn't make sense. Like um, you can't like set these guys up the way you want to set it up. Like I can't like, it's really annoying when I want to uh like, all oh, right, it's third and 18. It's obviously they're going to pass. So I want to get all of my best pass rushers on the field at the same time. You really can't do that. Like you can't set it up that way. Like there's ways like you can do little minor things too to make it better, but you can't make it like situational. Like where you like like, oh if you line if you you can pick it if you if you pick this this defense, now all your guys are gonna are gonna uh all your best pass rushers are gonna be on the field at this point. But I'm like, well no, it's second and six. Like it could they could run it or pass it. It's like I just want I want to play this defense, but I don't want all of these all my pass rushers out there. Like I want my, want my so it's um like I said, very inside football. But um like they've done a lot in like a, every few years it's it's really worth picking up madden unless you're just someone like me that just wants the new stuff every year um that loves the little that likes the, little, the small adjustments and the roster updates um but it, you know if you're like a casual player i feel like this is good enough like if you haven't bought it in a couple years like definitely like if you have, i would say if you have if you if you didn't pick up last year's you picked up the year before it's pretty much worth it i think but if you haven't p- played it since like 17 uh, so was that three years yeah three years ago three games ago um like now mm-hmm. it's like definitely a perfect time to pick it up uh, but if you want to wait a month i would you know you're not someone that's jonesing for it right now always wait until like the week the, the opening weekend of nfl they always have it on sale for like 30 40 bucks so just wait till oh then my God. plus all the roster go. all the roster updates because uh, like there's always a lot of trades and a lot of people getting a lot of new people getting signed right around you know in the month of august so if you want to wait till then that's the time to wait but uh I'm someone that, I play enough Madden, like it's worth the 80 bucks I pay every year for it. But um, yeah, I'm having a blast with it. Uh, I'm very happy with this edition. Uh, I'm going to keep playing it, for obviously, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. But that's pretty much what i am playing. Madden and a little bit of Metro. What about you, Gables?
1: Uh, let's see. I've been playing a little bit of Mario Maker 2. Nice. I have played some bits of the levels that were in the single-player mode. Some of the leftover ones. For the most part, I thought a lot of the level structure was pretty fun. I mean, there were some interesting courses I played online, which I like to play some of the more popular ones that have some of the higher rankings, and so there's like some users that I've played levels from, like say T-Turtle for instance, where it's like you have these levels that are basically speedrun levels, where you have to finish their course as quickly as possible making minimal mistakes i know i went through a couple last night to where i cannot believe that i actually went through some of these courses and (laughs) it's kind of funny because you have other people who've tried playing these games and like just rage quitted because they found it very hard in terms of uh like timing jumps correctly and this and that but uh yeah, you know, it's it's funny that when you try to do these speed running courses and stuff, that you normally get around the same time as sometimes the world record, meaning that there isn't any possible way that somebody can actually one-up. Like, you can't one-up the person and get, like, the world record unless you have to try to skip random portions of, like, the level by accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't done anything like that yet. I haven't gotten any world records inside of people's courses, but it's like... I have played enough levels now to where I get a gist of what the speedrunning ones are going to be about, which they usually they usually include like precise platforming and like a lot of crazy stuff that are like filtered throughout the level. <laughs> there was one that I liked that was uh, Mario 3 related and it had to do with like some sort of like snowy hills or something like that, which the the staging of itself was easy, but the depth, the detail of the uh, level itself kind of felt like something out of a, an actual like Mario 3, to where there's a lot of decent like gimmicks inside this level, to the extent where I felt like I was actually playing a legitimate old-school Mario level. <laughs> <laughs> so there were aspects of that which I thoroughly enjoyed. And for the most part, the games, the the levels I've played have been really fun. They have been surprising some little bits about it i'm really surprised how people can go through and manipulate the course editor in order to get forth and uh, build the levels that they want let's see other than that i was just screwing around with like some bits of uh, mario 3 last night because i had my switch on after finishing up a little bit of mario maker 2 i decided just to go back and see if i can record some little bits of game footage on my Switch, which, hmm. you know what? Yeah, you can actually do that. I forgot that when they had an additional update a while back that you oh, can yeah. actually record certain footage of yourself playing stuff. And so when you hold down the uh, capture button on your Switch's Joy-Con controller, you can actually record like little miniature clips. And so what I did is I was showcasing a glitch that uh, has been well-known in the speedrunning community for Mario 3 for a while... But it was just one of the first things that I wanted to learn how to do because I thought it was incredibly cool when I saw this technique being used during a couple of the speedrun things for an event called the Summer Games Done Quick, which you, there is this or there's this like a group of people, speedrunners, that come together in specific events that raise money for charity. It's been happening for years now. It's like the Games Done Quick. Those yeah. type of events. So there's like a winter one, there's a summer one. You have different types of well-known speedrunners going through and playing through some of the most popular or well-known games, doing any types of specific uh, speedrunning things like any percentage, a hundred percent complete, or even like glitchless runs and stuff. So there's a speedrunner that I've uh, I've watched off and on called Grand Pooh Bearer. He's well-known. He's a well-known speedrunner. That's his job, to play through a game like Mario 3 and try to be the best at it, try to be the fastest and stuff. Between a speedrunner like him and Mitch Flower Power and stuff, those guys are insane when it comes to going through a lot of the techniques and actually the pinpoint precision. (laughs) So basically... Like, doing the flashback from last night, I decided to try a glitch in World 3 inside of the... It's like one of the first castles that you, like, go through in World 3, the water world. There is a glitch called the Third Door Glitch. So, as the name suggests, when you start the level, there you are presented with about six or seven doors that you can go through. If you miss the door... Like, if you choose the wrong door, you fall into a pit of water and you got to swim all the way to the left in order to get to the door to reset, pretty much. actually, you had to go up a warp pot. You had to go up a pipe in order to reset where you were initially. And so you have to keep doing this until you find the right door, which leads right up a platform that you can go into Boom Boom's room. So... Basically what this this glitch entails is if you hit the third door and you press up at just the right time, you can actually bypass the staircase and actually transform and transfer right to Boom Boom's route immediately. So basically you have the possibility of starting the starting the level, running all the way to that third door, hit that third door and hit it just right, which the odds of you actually going through and successfully doing that is like at least under a second, roughly. I'm not sure about the logistics of it, but it's at least, I want to guess, like uh, 0.7 seconds or something like that. Or It's just basically a specific time that you have to go through and hit up on your D-pad just correctly in order to go to the other room, click it again, and then go to Boom Boom's room and then just clear it. And so a bit of the footage that I uploaded to Facebook last night was... Me doing such a glitch and just putting a little blurb, I was like, Yeah, I'm glad to learn new tricks in old games. <laughs> I had one of my friends at work or something like that. I was like, You know what? It's like, when it comes to little techniques like that, I don't really consider that like uh, actually full on just, you know, a part of the game because, you know, it's a random glitch, you know, that you have to do that wasn't well known. But I made the argument with him as, Hey, it's inside the game. It maybe was not intended, but you can do that. <laughs> but uh for Super Mario Bros. 3 it's just one of those games that I've played off and on since I was a kid I love playing that game from time to time it's just another one of those moments where I found something completely awesome and that makes me want to replay the game again it's one of the few games one of the few video games that I play That every time I played through it, I find something new during each playthrough, and it makes me want to play it again. That is one case in scenario. So, other than that, though, I did not play anything else. I have Fire Emblem, like, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I have not opened the game. I have not started playing it yet. And it's mostly because of work, and because of other things I want to do, but, uh, I want to at least play the game by the next time we do the podcast. <laughs> that's going to be my next goal. i got yeah. plenty of time. I'm going to actually go through and use it. But in a nutshell, that's pretty much what I've been playing.
0: All right. Well, very cool then, man. Um, well, we don't have a lot of major news this week. Still kind of that summer doldrum since e- E3. Um, but we, we do have a few things to talk about again this week. Um, so first up, there was like this weird like um, – I know they did it before when they did uh when they dropped when they did Joker, uh, but they did another Smash Brothers non-direct thing, um, and it was is it was it update 5.0 I think. I six, think so. Five or six I can't remember. But they uh, they it was like a 22 minute video showing a bunch of gameplay on uh, Hero from Dragon Quest who's a new character. Uh, I think this was like the easiest guest shadow drop of all time uh, for gaming. Yep. Um, where they announced he was coming out later that day. And I think pretty much everybody, most people knew that or assumed it was going to be that day or at the very least like sometime this week. Um, so it was announced he was dropping later that day. And I think I want to say it was Tuesday it happened. And then um, they announced that you could do online tournaments, which is awesome now. And also a very easy mode is coming to their single player mode. Um, but, okay. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's a that. very
1: easy mode. Yeah easy mode how the hell can you get easier than the freaking easy thing in that game (laughs) because i I
0: remember after like 20 hours i put that thing on easy mode because i'm like i just want to get through this thing
1: that's exactly what i did too you know it's like i i can go through the harder levels with some of my favorite characters but if i'm not an experience with some i just pop on easy mode instinctively because i want to go through with the character and want to play through
0: yeah so i ended up I remember putting that on easy mode and I beat like the first map and found out there was actually like two more after that. I'm like, ah fuck this, never mind. Cause it was just it went from this is not fun on normal and kinda challenging and not fun, uh, to now this is uh not challenging and boring and also not fun. Uh, so now it's a very easy mode. I guess if you know, for kids if you want to get to the kids and beat some stuff and unlock some stickers for you and all that fun jazz and it's there. But uh yeah yeah, so it's out now. I, I haven't got, I haven't played it yet. I haven't even played as Joker yet. Um I just I have not been I mean I'm not a um Dragon Quest fan, or a uh, what's the other one? Uh, Joker was he from? Uh,
1: Persona five. Persona.
0: I knew. I, knew, I was going to say Psychonauts for a second. No, like that's not right. <laughs> I, was, I, knew, I was thinking P. I, it starts with a P. Um, Dude,
1: I am just waiting until Banjo Kazooie drops, and then I'll buy that DLC pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, so it's out. It's he's out now. If you want to play as it, it's just another sword character for me. Um, so, I, I've been a little underwhelmed with the character. It's cool for, like, thir- for like to get third-party characters. It's probably the way to go, I think. Um, better than adding first-party characters, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just haven't, been, I haven't been, I'm obviously not being a fan of those games and hasn't been, you know, does that. But, uh, yeah, he's out now. Uh, I didn't play it as a, I need to go back to play some Smash. I, I played a little, a few times with, uh, like, when Courtney's, like, niece and nephews come over. Um, but it's just, like, they're not they're like six and seven years old so it's just like I'm just gonna destroy you
1: (laughs) (laughs) and thus you continue your tradition of destroying little kids at games
0: (laughs) Nintendo games it's my thing I can't (laughs) I can't just like and of course I was like will we let them win no
1: no you know what's gonna happen eventually is once you do have a kid yourself or something they're gonna they're gonna destroy you and you're gonna be like oh what have I become
0: (laughs) as long as they don't beat me in Mario Kart I think we'll be okay once that day comes they might have to go live with um some foster care for a little while um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, yeah i gave him oh, a congratulatory God. uh punch in the arm for uh, beating the old man and then, uh oh, God. another one that i kind of blacked out for a while punch <laughs> <in the
1: arm>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a go to your room go, yeah
0: <laughs> i said go to your room uh but yeah so um hooray beating up children um oh. <laughs> but oh, yeah no cool. i uh it, I think it's fucking fun as shit uh but yeah i don't know i'm hoping banjo is kind of cool uh but I never was a banjo fan i know you love banjo um, oh yeah i don't know what what character would excite me honestly um thinking about it mm. like third a third party character that's like realistic um that mm. would excite me to be added um doom guy d- n- god damn it cables you're right (laughs) (laughs) and i just hit
1: the nail on the dot yeah 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 you're right all i need to have is doom guy and you'll be sold
0: yeah no i'll I'll buy another copy just to make sure just to be safe oh my god what's this Uh, final smash
1: oh my god it's the bfg (laughs)
0: yeah oh my god ultimate smash would be
1: oh my god the pinkies are coming everywhere on the stage oh no here it comes
0: okay yeah doom guy and smash would be great um right is it
1: the spider mastermind is he evolving out of the stage what the fuck
0: (laughs) oh man i I just want to know what the the doom stage is gonna be that's that's what it's
1: gonna be like freaking retro doom or something like that and you're just gonna see like uh Oh my gosh! You're just probably gonna see all these like freaking demons or something in the back of the stage or something like that. Just start annihilating like the space <laughs> marines, all this other crap, and all of a sudden you have the Doom guy just like emerge from like a pod from some shit, and just start fighting in the stage. Kind of similar damn. to that of like one of the Brimstar stages from the original Smash, mm. but it just like subtly evolved from that.
0: Yeah, it's Mars. Oh, I can see. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm all game for that. Yeah, let's make. Let's just get rid of these guys, and we'll just put Doom guy in there. <laughs> Let's do that okay i'm yeah, in um speaking of doom though gables uh yeah gabeway um there is uh three new doom games you can play not new but there's three doom games you can play on the switch xbox one well i guess yep. xbox one it was always backwards compatible but on ps4 and uh switch they couldn't play before um doom one two and three were shadow dropped well yeah they were shadow dropped but they were dropped a little a few hours early on uh, last friday um they had the doom con, uh doom quiz a quake con or whatever i don't fucking know what it is anymore there's too many yeah, it was quake con, quake yeah. con. but they had, the, they had the doom uh conference and i think they're supposed to announce that they were coming out later today uh, at the event but it actually ended up coming out early i think in nintendo europe or something like that it, it dropped early and they took them down real fast um but now you can play all three dooms have been put on the on the consoles um doom one and two are uh five dollars each and then doom three is uh 10 bucks and that's the uh the uh, Doom that was ported, that was up-res and hd for uh, Xbox 360, last generation, so it's that version. Um, but uh, I actually went back and I went ahead and picked up, uh, oh, it was Nintendo UK, it was on their website that I got pushed up there first. Um, but uh, I, went, I went ahead and uh, I purchased uh, Doom 1 and 2 on the PS4, I had some PlayStation Bucks, so I went back and I played the first few levels of Doom, um, man, that game still holds up, Gables, I'm glad to say, So still good, <laughs> still really good. Um,
1: I know there was some initial like a like uh, drawback from the releases of those three Doom games because of the whole login info stuff of Bethesda, meaning that you had to log in online to play the fucking Doom games <laughs> on a single player game. <laughs> oh yeah, but... yeah. I read
0: about that and it was like a, it was just like a glitch they fixed with an update. Um, like we had to be you had to log in to play the game and you had to be online to play the game. Yep. Um, they since fixed that cause I wouldn't have played it like, Good. uh, I wouldn't play it Saturday morning. So a day after it came out and, uh, I just, I don't, you didn't have to log in. I logged in and I didn't have, you know, you're fine now. So, um, but yeah, I, I just want to put, let everybody know if you don't know that's out. Um, and they're they hold up. I, I never got, never really played doom three back in the day. I remember I rented it. Like I remember
1: the game being kind of reviewed kind of averagely mm-hmm. because of, it was so drastically different from like Doom and Doom Two that it was kind of a dark game in this, in sort of like the visual aspect of it. That not a lot of people liked it on the original Xbox. There were some people that liked it, but it wasn't as well received as say the Doom game that came out in 2016. Per se, yeah,
0: yeah it was. It's stuff def- it's one of those cases where like, um, like Dead Space Three was like it's technically Dead Space Three is a good game, but it's a bad Dead Space game um yeah that's, that's kind of what doom 3 uh, from my understand is it's just a it's a it's it's a good game it's just it's not doom so um
1: yeah it's it's kind of like the black sheep of the doom series pretty yes, much
0: for sure and I, I heard there was um some talk out there that um uh the ESRB was a rating like a rating league for doom 64. so <sighs>
1: Oh, my God. That's some I've not even played, but I've heard so many good things about Doom 64.
0: That's, like, Justin's favorite Doom game, I'm pretty sure. Dude. Uh, uh, Yeah.
1: Between that and the confirmation of, like, uh, Turok 2 possibly being coming on the Switch, I mean, dude, we're talking about, like, these old N64, like, first-person shooters, like Turok, Turok 2, and, like, Doom 64 Mm -hmm. potentially being reborn on Switch. I mean, that's freaking awesome.
0: Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I don't, um, I, I'm definitely, gonna, I'll definitely like to try it out uh, and play it. I don't think I'm ever going to check out Doom 3 just because if it was, a, a great Doom game that I missed, I'd go back and check it out, but, um, Doom 64 would be one I want to check, because I remember. I'd be,
1: yeah, I'd be more interested in seeing Doom 64 than, say, uh, Doom 3.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I remember, I'm, I played a handful of Doom 64 back in the day when it was on, when, you know, 64 was the current console, and uh, I remember watching Justin and his brother play a lot, but, uh. Uh, that was before I really got into Doom. Um, goddamn, that's such a good game. I remember, Justin, like, I probably told the story before on, on here, but uh, like, when it, like Doom 1 and 2 came out in the 360, uh, Justin spent the night, we, we had like a bottle of Jaeger, and uh-huh. we went up to the store, bought these cheap ass energy drinks, and uh, we're drinking Jaeger and Mon- uh, whatever these energy drinks were, and we stayed up till like four in the morning. Um, he spent the night at my place. Uh, got drunk and, uh, I think we beat doom one and we played a shit ton of doom two. Um, so yeah, that, oh my that was a good That was a great night. Um, so yeah, though, I, 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 I never, later on beating doom two. That was, a, that was the first time I've I never played doom two until that point. But, uh, yeah, I'm all for jumping back and playing these again. when I have time. Um, there, there's, those are the ones that are going to sit on my, my console for a long time until the oh, PS5 man. comes out dude I'm i'll
1: tell you me. what just the thought that i can actually play doom and dude 2 with an actual controller than like say a uh you know with a pc really sounds interesting to me mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah so uh yeah uh oh, man, i'm joining for doom's channel now um too much doom talk i gotta, I gotta like tuck this boner in um <laughs> Uh, but moving on to something, uh, to some other topics here. Uh, so the PS4, uh, they, they they announced as PlayStation did that it officially is crossed 100 million sold. Um, it's the fastest. Sorry, I heard there's a weird clicking noise going on in the kitchen. That scared me. Um, but uh, I just thought of like a lot of like action movies where like something starts clicking in the kitchen, and, like, the house blows up. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyways, uh, so it was the fastest selling console ever to 100 million sold. Uh, it beat nice. the PS2 by two months. Um, uh, I think it was like f- just yeah, it was a f- yeah. I think it was like five years. I don't remember what it was, but I, I looked at it. and it beat it by two months. Um, so currently, it's the as far as consoles go, it's the fourth highest selling of all time. I think it's sixth overall if you include the Game Boy and the Nintendo DS because the Nintendo DS is second, and then the Game Boy I believe is fifth. So right now it's six amongst like hardware ever released as far as home, home consoles, it's fourth. Um, so it's at a hundred million right now. Uh, right now Wii is at, um, well, I guess these are like the official standings forever since they don't make them anymore. The Wii is at 101.6. Uh, the PS two is 102.5 and the PS two is 159 million. Uh, wow. So my question to you Gables is how do you think, where do you think it'll land? Do you, th- do you think it'll beat the Wii and the PlayStation One? Um, do you think it could beat the PS Two?
1: Okay, are we talking about the PS Four?
0: Yeah, PS Four. So it's yeah, so it's two point five behind PlayStation One right now, but it's fifty nine million 2. behind PS Two.
1: Okay, let's see. In terms of scope, I could see it surpassing the PS Two due to its appeal and due to the massive amount of popularity for the system itself. The reasoning why. I feel that it's not going to surpass the Wii anytime soon, or even well, close the, to it.
0: The the Wii's at one hundred one point six. Oh so, my bad. So, yeah, so it's only it's only got one point six million to go.
1: Oh, Pfft. okay. What the hell am I saying? Anyway, <laughs> oh man, when you get when you get tired, you start making irrational decisions. Anyway, <laughs> don't I know? <laughs> oh, okay, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't. I don't see it selling close to another like sixty million personally. But then again, that's just that's just because we're so close to the end of this console cycle and stuff. And it's not taken into account that the PS four hasn't had too many price drops mm-hmm. since like uh what was it? Since like a year, year and a half ago or something. Three with, years
0: ago when the almost yeah. almost was it two thousand sixteen? Yeah, when the, yeah. Uh, so yeah, three years ago.
1: Right. I could see it potentially getting a price drop, and that would do a surge, say, once PS5 comes out or whenever. But um, as far as, like, lifetime things, it's going to surpass the Wii, obviously. I mean, if it's not even, like, say, a million something away from the Wii, then it's going to go through that. I will backtrack and say that the for the thing for, the, like, the PS2 sales and stuff with that, I'm not sure if it's going to surpass that of the PS2. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much where I stand with that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to outside the Wii, but it's not going to be the number one thing.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's, um, I agree with you. I think it's going to, it's, it's, I think it'll easily pass the PS one before the new consoles come out, uh-huh. um, at the, at the rate it's going talking of a half million sold. Uh, that's, I should say easily. I think it will pass it. Maybe like it'll probably be like 103 or so, um, by uh, by by this time. No, not this time next year, but by, by next November, I'd say it's it's probably gonna be there. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't I just don't see it how it's gonna be able to do it unless it, like it, like I feel like if they do a couple of price drops, maybe or at least one decent price drop. It's gonna, gonna drop have
1: to be next... some. It's gotta be like a a hundred dollar. Price yeah.
0: drop. I mean, what kept the PS2 going for years was it dropped down to like 100 bucks, uh, yep. And then the PS3 that's did That's the so- same
1: thing that the PS4 is going to have to do if it's going to even surpass like uh, its predecessors. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, what helped it so much was the PS3 wasn't selling super well, and they had these cheap... The PS2 was dirt cheap and had all these great games on it. That's what kept it around for so long. So
1: and that's had- what the PS4 is going to be when PS5. It's going to be dirt cheap with a lot of good games you could pick up on it. Or if PS5 is backwards compatible to PS4 games and stuff, then uh, it still was going to be a good cheap alternative and stuff in order to pick good games up on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I feel like the way gaming is nowadays with being so social that it, I think there are definitely people people buying it and playing it um, for well after the PS5 comes out for a couple of years. But um, I don't see it getting as cheap as what the PS2 was at when it was like $100, $150. Bucks. Um, and I think the PS5 is going to do... I, mean, I shouldn't say. It. I think it will, but I think between the Xbox and the PS5, um, they'll do. They know. I, I, I'm hoping and I think they will be smart enough, that knowing what they're what they're supposed to do. Um, PlayStation really just doesn't have to, just don't screw it up, and you're fine. Um, don't pull an Xbox what they did when they launched the Xbox One. Xbox One's been doing a great job. Just keep doing what they're doing, and they'll be fine. I feel like we're going to be going with the Switch nowadays. Like, there's enough alternatives out there where people aren't going to go. To keep you know going out buying the PS4 even when it gets down to 150 200 bucks, um, right? So I, I don't I don't think I think so I, here's the real question. So I'm looking at the top 15 hardware hardware sold all time. So I mentioned the Game Boy Game Boy Color because what's stupid is the Game Boy Game Boy Color. I guess they're count kind of technically one console, but really they're two different consoles. But they they always combine the yeah. sales together for it. It drives me nuts. Um, so the Game Boy Game Boy Color sold 118.7 million. So we get, they got to sell another 18.7. Do you see them selling that in, in its lifetime? Assuming, mm-hmm. let's say, they, they make the PS4 for another 2022. So it's three more years of production.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. If it was, say, like, for the 2022 or 2023 thing, you know, like, the whole 10-year life cycle for their consoles, they seem to like to tower. Yeah,
0: 10 years to 2023, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah,
1: here's the thing. PS1... That lasted 10 years after its initial end and stuff. With the PS2, when that came out in 2001, it was still chugging along. Yeah. For the PS2, it was the same thing when the PS3 was out. It didn't stop until, like, around... Games weren't stopping to develop for that thing until... Oh, God. I want to say at least 2012, roughly. Yeah. Because there were sports games that were still being developed for the PS2 in other countries. And even for us. Yeah. For PS3 the same thing kind of happened and stuff even though it was released in 2000 like i want to say 2006
0: yeah 2006 was the November 2006 yeah
1: it was 2006 and then like 2015 2014 and stuff we started seeing like yeah we started seeing like drifting away and stuff when ps4 came out but still you had games that were like kind of cross-gen sort of things and that ecosystem for the ps3 didn't dry up until at least a year or two after the ps4's release so i could legitimately see the ps4 surpassing the game boy numbers if it's going to be going on up for like another three or four years (laughs) but another key factor is going to be if there's any more big name games that are going to be dropping out after games like the last of us not a lot yeah last of us part two and like that's stranding and stuff if there's going to be at least one or two major games that are going to maybe tie into the PS five that are also playable on PS four. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it'll be close, but if I had, if I was a, if I had a bet, I think it'll pass it, but it's going to be right at the end. Um, and not, barring any crazy sales or stuff like that going on, or if it gets cheap enough, um, I, I could see it get right around that 120 mark and beating it barely. Um, the game boy game of color, um, the DS is 154 million, no chance in hell. Um, it's getting there, um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Thir- I think it, it'll be probably be, it'll end up probably being the second greatest selling console of all time, home uh, home console, and then third overall if you behind the DS. So uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's great. To, that's cool to hear. It. Um, you, know, you know, I'm curious where, uh, I'm curious to see where it lands. Uh, I, 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 lo- I like always like reading about these, and especially as we're getting later in the, in the you know the life cycle, see how see how it ends up. Um, but real real quick, our last topic of the show, um, Out of Wilds, which is the uh, Obsidian people that are recently were purchased by Microsoft or Xbox, whoever. Um, their game, Out of Wilds, which is coming to Game Pass and on Xbox One on October 25th, but it's also coming to like PS4 and con, uh, PCs as well. Is also coming to the Switch, um, but it will be coming to the Switch later. Uh, it's being ported. Uh, I can't remember the name of the company that's porting it, but uh, it'll be coming to the Switch probably, I think they said... Uh, sometime next year, in the first half of next year. But um, I don't know if it was, what's your, I'm curious, this is a game that kind of, I think we kind of got glossed over by a decent amount of people. It seemed like a lot of people in the industry were like, this is like one of the top games, but I didn't feel like it was getting a lot of talk from like the general public. Um,
1: yeah, you're not the only one. I've only heard maybe tepid sort of things on the uh, media aspect in terms of Outer Worlds and stuff, but also because of, uh, well, was it Outer Worlds or Outer Wilds?
0: Uh, Outer Wilds. Or Outer Worlds. Outer Outer Wilds Wilds is the other game. I always mix them up
1: too. Yeah, Outer Wilds. That's what I was referring to. I've only heard maybe a couple things from like word of mouth stuff from like friends at work and stuff, but nothing like really substantial. Other than that, the media has been like really silent upon that game, talking about it, even sort of gaming journalists and stuff. I've seen maybe things here and there, but nothing like really in-depth gushing about the game. But uh, in terms of the actual announcement that it is coming to Switch, I think that I am. I think that it's just awesome that uh, it is going to be available to play on Switch. It's another case, an example, and stuff of the Switch port being longer to develop for in terms of like ironing out certain mechanical stuff, maybe certain frame rates, maybe certain like graphical hiccups or something to make sure that it runs competently on the system itself. I think after the latest example of having a game like bloodstained where quintessentially there are some things that are flat out broken inside that version which needs to be patched but uh, honestly as as long as the game is comparable and actually plays fantastic on the switch I mean I am more than welcome to like try it out (laughs) I mean the switch quintessentially has been my kind of go to console to play fun game experiences you know it's sort of evolved that way i mean i play games on my ps4 i've been playing a lot more this year but in terms of games i just like to power up and just screw around with it's the nintendo switch is definitely it you know it's just that one console that i can have all of my like all of my fun experiences like different games much more third-party content is available now than there ever was in sort of a nintendo console in general all this random stuff I can go through and enjoy, and uh, yeah, I'm kind of waiting for Outer Wilds to uh, see what kind of quality it's going to be when it does release later. Yeah,
0: I, I think that um, usually when you hear stuff like this, especially when it comes to, like Nintendo game, uh, stuff, you always like, just dating back to last few consoles, like it's always like subpar ports. But Bethesda's really changed the game on it with like Wolfenstein Two in the and Doom, and um, you know we, we, we've seen we've seen really good ports.
1: Um, yeah doom brought over. yeah doom and like had its issues at launch of the switch but at the same time there were patches released mm-hmm. that made the game play competently yeah i played through that entire game of doom on switch i did not have a lot of problems with it there were the occasional hiccups especially when you had like like some enemies on screen at the same time but at the same point when i had it docked things ran smoothly mm-hmm. i mean i was really impressed it wasn't as visually pleasing essay when i played on the ps4 but at the same point i had the same gameplay rush and experience of when i played through the game for the first time and that in of itself was a win to me
0: yeah (laughs) so um there's definitely been a bar set you can't like half-ass these ports um anymore there's no excuse for them because we see like doom and wolf of siren 2 are probably um, some of the best looking games on consoles this generation yep and obviously it didn't look as great, but I'm um, just surprised they they ran it. I, I think the way uh, Witcher Three is probably gonna. I, I'm curious how it's gonna do Cause that game. That game isn't. It looks really good, but it's also just the scale of that game with all the DLC and everything on top of it too. How that thing's gonna run. Um, so and, and like the NBA, 2K game, stuff like that, and FIFA. They FIFA's kind of fucked up, but like NBA, 2K, um, it, like it the, the sports works games
1: well. are. Yeah, NBA 2K, I mean, I've heard good things about them. I mean, there was certain issues with, like, uh, most recently in terms of not more or less a gameplay quality concern, but just the inserting of actual unskippable commercials on load screens inside the the last year's edition of (laughs) the NBA 2K game on consoles, and that was ridiculous, but other than that, my... Another thing I could say is, like, as long as the port of Outer Wilds is not anywhere to, like, the subpar quality of, uh... Okay. What was I going... on? Oh, yeah. Ark. You know, like, Ark. Survival, like, Trial Evolver or something like that. As long as it's not as bad as that. Or, like, uh, certain budget titles, to so say, like, Troll and I, which are, like, some of the worst game ports on the freaking Switch. I mean... I will be happy if it's better quality in those games.
0: Yeah. So um, I think as long as people know that it's not the preferred way to go, if you're want, looking for a game that's going to run maybe the best or look the best, but um, it's good to know it's not, a, uh, it's not like Elder Scrolls like that. It, it ported and it technically worked, but it was like every Elder Scrolls game is broken. So. Uh,
1: honestly, what's really missing from, like, the Switch in terms of gameplay ports and stuff, I kind of wish there was a Borderlands 2 fucking Switch.
0: I'm surprised <laughs> that hasn't happened, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get the Handsome Collection over there. Eventually. If you
1: get it on the fucking Vita and on PSVR, we could get it on freaking Switch.
0: That's true. That's very true. Yeah, I forgot about the Vita yeah. part. Um, as
1: long as freaking Randy Pitchford's not uh, sticking his foot in his mouth again, like, saying nonchalant stupid shit well, on Twitter. He
0: just can't. <laughs> you know, he just needs to stop talking. Um, but, um... Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it's cool. I'm glad to see that you know that different companies are getting involved with it, um, especially a company that's now owned by X- Xbox um, is still doing that. So that's uh, cool. I'm, I'm glad to uh, see that and hope to. I, but that makes sense. With, they put Cuphead on Switch. So um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's cool to see. Um, I'm curious how it works. I'm curious how long people are going to wait for it. But, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for the week. Gables, um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group. Drunk Dash Podcast. Like and join us on there on Twitter at Drunk Nerds Pod. Follow us on there. Uh, we're on YouTube Drunk Drunk Dash Nerds. Subscribe, please. Give us a big thumbs up. Leave us a comment. And uh, really appreciate you did all that um, on iTunes Drunk Dash Podcast. Uh, subscribe. Give us a five star review. Leave a comment if you also for that. And twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Follow them there, please. And then last but not least, we are on uh, Spotify now. So um, subscribe. No, follow us on there, I believe um and if you know how to leave reviews if possible uh do that please whether it's a thumbs up five stars whatever um just do all those things that i just said and uh tell some friends we appreciate it and also thank you guys once again for making last month uh july our the highest downloaded month of all time for us so let's keep going up uh so yeah so appreciate everybody. our numbers
1: are actually going up that's awesome yeah
0: so um (laughs) appreciate it Uh, appreciate everybody doing that Um, and uh, let us know what you think for those of you out there listening Uh, so once again I was host I was Tyler
1: and I have been Colonel Gables so until next week everyone I hope you have yourself a fun time but most importantly of all thank you for enjoying another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast Hey, hey Gables Yep. too
0: sweet too sweet man bye
1: guys see ya